You're listening to the Tongue Tie Experts Podcast, a weekly program providing information and support for those families impacted by tongue and lip tie and the professionals caring for them. I'm Lisa Palladino, a midwife and a lactation consultant with over 30 years of experience. If you are a parent looking for answers or a professional who is curious to learn more than what you learned in school on this topic, welcome. This podcast is for you. A gentle disclaimer, please do not consider anything discussed on this podcast by myself or any guest of the podcast to be medical advice. The information is provided for educational purposes only and does not take the place of your own medical or lactation provider. Thank you. Hey, this episode of the podcast is a little bit different and may sound a little different, so I wanted to give an explanation. It's actually a recording of an Instagram Live that I did to follow up on uh, Dr. Trill's interview that we had in episode seven. So if you haven't listened to episode seven with Dr. Trill yet, I totally recommend it. And this was a follow-up that was supposed to follow up right after it, and things got a little confused. But it it's the same topics, all about food allergies and tongue tie and how the symptoms can overlap and be confused and what the differences are. And um, it's recorded from Instagram, so you'll hear me talking about people joining and answering some questions that were written in. So just to have that understanding behind you um, when you take a listen. I hope you enjoy it. And then the other thing to know is that this is episode 10, which is the last episode of our first season. Thank you so much for making this season such an amazing success for us. The Tongue Tie Experts podcast is doing better than I could have ever imagined, and I'm having so much fun with it. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be back in a few weeks, okay? So I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Lisa here. Welcome to a special edition Tongue Tie Tuesday event. I see everybody joining us. Feel free to let me know in the comments where you're joining from and um, tell me why you're joining. Um, What brings you to Tongue Tie Experts? Are you an expert? Are you a professional who cares for families or infants? Or are you a parent who's looking for assistance or a parent, as so many are, who stick around to learn more because you're, you had a journey with your own baby and now you stick around to give advice and support to other parents, which I love so much. So for those of you who don't know me, I am Lisa Palladino. I'm a certified nurse midwife and an IBCLC in Staten Island, New York. If, um, if you're not aware, Staten Island is a suburb of New York, um, New York City. It's kind of known as the Forgotten Borough, 
we're a little bit more rural than the rest of the city and um <clears throat> but it's it's cool anyway so thank you for your patience with me i did a thing i decided to have a spur of the moment vacation two weeks ago and um <clears throat> While I was on vacation, for the first time, I got diagnosed with COVID. <laughs> Came down with some symptoms, I got tested, I was positive, I had to be quarantined. So I'm okay now and I'm back home, but I was stuck in the, in the Dominican Republic, if you call it stuck, um, for two extra days in Punta Cana. And it was, um, it was a very good experience as, um, as experiences go, if you have to be quarantined. But the reason I'm telling you this is I usually either come live on Instagram or put out a podcast every Tuesday or both, usually both. And um, I wasn't up to it last week. So this is, um, and there's the podcasts are skipping a week and there was no Tongue Tie Tuesday last week. So here I am back. So thank you everyone for being here. I love that you've joined me. We have a lot of new um, followers and I'm so grateful. Anyway, I started, I keep going off on track. So one of the, um, sidetracked, one of the <laughs> problems of COVID that's affecting me is brain fog. So I tend to lose my train of thought. So thanks again for your patience. Um, I wanted to say that I released a podcast of an interview I had done with Dr. Trill two weeks ago um, about food intolerances. And if you want to, um, if you haven't yet followed my podcast, it's Tongue Tie Experts. And um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, thank you for listening. Um, and <clears throat> Dr. Trill is a scientist and a mom and an expert on food allergies in breastfeeding babies. So there was a lot to unpack about that episode. And I was wondering if those of you have listened, or even if you haven't listened, perhaps you had more questions than were able to be answered during the episode. Because we didn't really do a Q&A, we just did, um, you know, we talked about the topic. And I wanted to delve in a little deeper about your concerns with either food allergies or tongue tie. And I also wanted to give you a little bit of background about how those two can overlap or one is diagnosed and the other is overlooked and it may be both or maybe the other one and why that is. Okay, so anybody interested in this? You're here, so I guess you are. So to start, there are some symptoms of tongue tie and food allergies that can look the same. Um, and some of them include um, colic, which colic is a symptom. Colic means crying. And there's always a reason for crying. You'll hear me say this over and over again, that colic is not a diagnosis. It's a symptom that something's going on. And those of you who follow me know that I always like to say, well, if we have a symptom, we have to uncover and see what's causing it. We don't want to just treat the symptom, band-aid on it, make it better, but not figure out why it's happening, right? So 
colic is a symptom that can be happening from too, too much air being swallowed, causing the belly of the baby to be upset, causing gas, quote unquote, and the gas can cause crying, right? So colic can happen from tongue tie because when a baby has a tongue tie or a lip tie, they often can't can take in a lot of air because their latch isn't ideal. Um, so colic is a symptom that can be caused by tongue tie. It can also be caused by a food allergy because food allergies cause belly upset and gas and bloating and pain for our newborns. So that's one of the symptoms that's the same or can, can occur with both. The other symptom that can occur with both is reflux because anytime you have any GI discomfort, meaning something that happens from a food reaction, that can cause the infant to spit up, right? And back to that swallowing air that can happen with tongue tie, anytime you have that aerophasia, meaning swallowing of air because of an insufficient seal, you can have reflux symptoms. So now we have two things that I mentioned. Colic symptoms and reflux symptoms can be associated with both food, food allergies and tongue tie. Of course, you guys all know when I say tongue tie, I mean tongue tie, lip tie, any oral restriction. I just say tongue tie because it's hard to keep saying tongue tie and lip tie, tongue tie and lip tie, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, so that's two symptoms. The third symptom sticking with the GI tract is explosive and mucousy, sorry to get gross, poops. I have seen both with food allergies and with tongue tie. Now with food allergies, it's a little obvious because that poor baby is having a reaction in their belly and it causes the, the whenever there's a re- reaction in the intestines, lower down, it can cause mucusy poops or explosive poops. Now, if we go back to food allergy, uh, tongue tie with the swallowing of air, If that air doesn't come up in reflux, if it's not causing colic, or it may be causing colic, but then it's also can cause explosive poops. And when the digestive system is working so fast, where the air is pushing it through, sometimes there's irritation that can result in some mucus. So I also had a question about um, bloody poop. I have not seen blood in the stool just associated with tongue tie. But I would not say it's an impossibility. Now, what do you do if your baby is having these symptoms and you can't figure out what it is, right? The first thing you would want to do is look for other symptoms because sometimes with a food intolerance or food allergy, there's skin manifestations like a rash, eczema, uh, hives, things like that. Right? Oftentimes that happens. Um, <clears throat> with a tongue tie, <coughs> there's things like painful latch, 
um, mom symptoms, right? So a, a mother who is breastfeeding or parents who is breastfeeding should, should not have any discomfort because there's a food allergy, right? So if there's something going on with the latch causing pain, that would tend me more to think about tongue tie. There are other symptoms of tongue tie, such as, um, you know, blisters on the lip, which we have a question about blisters tonight, um, painful latch, the nipple being compressed after the latch. That would not be from a food allergy, right? So who's the best person to make this differentiation? Always the IBCLC. So I would always say if you can see an IBCLC in person or virtually, whenever you're having any questions about anything in your breastfeeding journey, the IBCLC is the person to look for. And for those who don't know, an IBCLC is an international board certified lactation consultant. I have those initials. Many people in the US and around the world have, it's an international designation. And many of us have these initials after our name. And an IBCLC is the highest um, certification for breastfeeding help, right? And we are the experts on infant feeding. That's not to say that other breastfeeding helpers aren't fantastic. But if you're dealing with something as complex as food allergy and, of course, tongue tie, because we can examine in the mouth, um, you want to talk. You want to talk to an IBCLC if possible, and then go down the line to other lactation professionals if there is no IBCLC available. So those are some of the symptoms that can overlap, and the reason why this is important to me to talk about is I, you know, I spend a lot of time on social, and I also get a lot of messages, and I've heard quite a few stories of families whose inf you know, infants had symptoms and mom was put on this total elimination diet. First of all, a total elimination diet for extended period of times is usually not necessary. So I would definitely recommend looking at Dr. Trill and Free to Feed and learn from there if you think there's a food allergy going on. She's the expert on that. An IBCLC should be able to recognize the symptoms, but most IBCLCs don't know as much as Dr. Trill does about how to differentiate. And she's got great resources for, um, you know, distinguishing which foods and, you know, easy elimination diets and realizing that food protein comes out of your breast milk much quicker than we thought. And you, you, it's a trial and error, but it's usually quicker than and a quicker result usually than most pediatricians will guide you through, right? So you don't have to take everything out for six months and just suffer. There's easier ways to do that. Lost my train of thought again. For those who are just joining me, I explained before that I had COVID two weeks ago now and the brain fog is still there, but okay. So that's what you wanna do if you think it's a food. Oh, so, so I know what I was saying. I've seen babies on complete elimination, mothers on complete elimination diets, and nobody has looked under the tongue. So if you've been on an, on an elimination diet and symptoms are not improving, 
you need an evaluation of the tongue talk, of the tongue, the oral anatomy, the lip, and see what's going on. Okay, that's the only way to know if it's one or the other or both is by having an exam. And I have some questions here that people sent in in response to my um, sticker. Um, Anna wanted to know, can tongue tie cause mucusy poop or does it always mean allergy? I believe, Anna, that I answered your question. The answer is, I would tend towards thinking it's allergy, but I wouldn't rule out tongue tie completely because I have seen it, especially if the if you're seeing a lot of air, if you're hearing a lot of air in the feeding, and if you feel like um, the bowel movements are explosive, the baby's bowels are moving fast through him or her, um, possibly oversupply, and believe it or not, a lot of times oversupply and tongue tie go together. Not that, not that one is caused by the other, but they can be associated. So if you have a baby that's not handling a letdown, it makes them swallow a lot of air, right? So a lot of times a baby with overactive letdown will have symptoms of GI distress, the same as um, food allergy, right? So you want to make sure. Okay. So it, it doesn't always mean food allergy. It could be tongue tie. But if you're doing all the things, Anna, for food allergy, and it's not getting better, then definitely consider tongue tie. Okay, I hope that helps. We got a live question. Let me see. Okay, Sarah, I'm taking my IBCLC exam in 17 days. Excellent. And currently work as a CLC at a PED office in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Personally, just had a tongue tie released two weeks ago, and it was the best decision. I love this. So you're learning all about it, Sarah, all about it, right? You should consider my course. Do you know I have a course for professionals? Um, the link is in my bio. There's a course for professionals. And once you have your IBCLC, you can get um, LSERPs through it. But if you don't need LSERPs yet, there's a version that's going on all the time that you can um, download. And it's, um, it's evergreen. So it's there all the time. And it's all about tongue tie and breastfeeding and how to take care of babies with a multidisciplinary holistic approach and multidisciplinary. I love that. So for the SLP, I just see Julie is the SLP who just joined. Thank you for being here. I saw another SLP before. Um, I love learning with SLPs because um, the, we learn separately, but we learn a lot of the same things, but we learn them differently. So we need to learn to speak each other's languages, right? So I have tons of SLPs in my course. I love it. And Tracy is an OT. Love it. OTs belong on the team. So do um, other body workers like physical therapists. Um, speaking of physical, physical therapists, you ever do something and you say, why didn't I take a picture? Today, I in my journey with my grandson, I don't know if those of you who follow me have been following that. My grandson, Daniel, has a tongue tie. And today, my daughter and I drove to um, Elizabeth Morell's office in New Jersey and had a visit with her, which was wonderful. Elizabeth Morell is, a, is um, on Instagram as Little Movers PT, and she is amazing. Everybody should follow her. 
And we got such a nice, we had such a nice visit with her. And Daniel was so relaxed afterwards. She does CST as well. And uh, I don't know why I didn't take a picture. But yes, everybody should be on the team. Um, we should have OTs, PTs, chiropractors, all types of lactation, and all kinds of doctors that take care of babies and moms, no? Yes, absolutely. Pediatricians and OBs and midwives and doulas. And this is a great question from Alley Cat. Can baby have both? My son was diagnosed with a protein allergy and I later found out tongue tie and lip tie. Absolutely, they can have both. And everyone, everyone should be assessed for tongue tie. It's ridiculous that a kid would be put through all the allergy stuff and not nobody look and realize what's going on in the mouth. I don't understand. That's why I teach. So I like to teach again. <laughs> okay. Um, and CC asked postphrenectomy. And this is a great question too. Baby's lip is still blistering on top. Did it grow back? So what I would say to CC is if you're listening, um, when the lip tie is released, you want to make sure that it's, it can flange, right? So if the baby is still tucking their lip in, it, you're going to continue to get blisters. So now that it's released, we have to teach it to come up. So there are lots of uh, exercises to do or just flanging the lip up when the baby is on the breast to make sure the baby's not sucking on the lip anymore. And that should help the blisters go away. Um, blisters look a little funny, but they don't cause any harm. They're another of the symptoms that we get, right? It's not, it's not harmful in itself. It's just a symptom. So does anyone else have any questions for me about food intolerances, about tongue tie, about my course? I would love to answer your questions if you have them. If not, be sure to um, follow me here on Instagram. If you're listening to the podcast, come on over to Instagram at Tongue Tie Experts. If you are um, on Tongue Tie Experts and you don't subscribe to the podcast, I would love to see you subscribe to the podcast. The more people that do, and you know, subscribe to get it and listen, then the more people it gets sent to. Um, and we want, we want to get the word out. We want more providers to be able to learn about tongue tie and lip tie and topics like food allergy and all the other things that I'll be talking about related to these topics of breastfeeding and even beyond. We want to get the word out so that less of you are, you know, find yourselves in a place where you can't find professionals to, to support you. My saddest posts, I mean, I love getting, I love getting reactions to posts, but my saddest post on Instagram is when I ask about who has missed your baby's tongue tie. I get thousands of responses to that, and the answers are health professionals, including lactation consultants. So we really do need to get the word out. So again, I'm going out on tangents, but my idea was 
If you like my podcast, if you listen to it and follow it and share it, or even better, if you like it, write a little review on whatever podcast app you're listening on, whether it be Apple Podcasts or um, Google Podcasts or Spotify. If you can leave a review and a rating, that helps boost it up for me. This way we get the word out to more people. Okay, And if you're listening to me and you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, let me know whether I'm, you know, I have guests who are parents who've gone through it. I have guests who are professionals who work with tongue and lip tie babies. And um, I'll be doing a lot of airway stuff coming up too. So if you have any expertise or you have a suggestion for a guest, feel free to send them my way. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me, everyone. It's been a pleasure to be back with you on Tongue Tie Tuesday. And um, I hope you'll stick around and um, join me for more podcasts and more Tongue Tie Tuesday live events. Okay. Have a great evening. Talk to you soon.